Hello and welcome everyone to the Massive Damage Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Viper, and I'm joined here with... Daz. Daz. Back Daz again Daz back. now. Daz back. You could be watching this on youtube.com slash respawnx, where we'll post 6pm every Tuesday, except for today you're going to be watching this on a Wednesday at 6pm, because someone... Was busy. Was busy. So was you. Or you could be listening to it on soundcloud.com slash respawn games six thirty on every Tuesday except for t- today, which is six thirty Wednesday. Always you. iTunes, respawn or massive damage, same time and day as SoundCloud. So that's fine. Uh, we're going to be talking over a few topics today, talking about a few topics. Uh, I'll leave timestamps in the comments of YouTube and in the description for everywhere else, so you can skip to any parts of the video you want. And the topics are, Horizon Zero Dawn has now gone gold, will it be good? Xbox boss Phil Spencer speaks about the launch of the Xbox One Scorpio. Xbox One will be supported for a long time come in, for a long time to come. What do we think of this? And... Uh, rumours about a Fallout New Vegas 2, which we'll talk about as well. So, Daz, what have you been playing this uh, past week? Resident Evil. So, I've been playing other stuff, but I feel it's only worth talking about Resident Evil, which I've now finished five times. He's not even lying either. He, even lying. he has actually finished it five times. Got the Platinum Trophy, so pretty happy with that. Madhouse mode isn't as hard as the game has, you believe. Or either that or I'm just a legend at everything I do. Which is probably more feasible. But no, I love it. Um, it it's kind of like reinvented itself while still maintaining its roots. Which is pretty good because when I played the initial demo and stuff, whilst I could tell it was Resident Evil, there was a lot of it that didn't feel like it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So I was quite surprised at how much the actual full game felt like Resident Evil. But no, I love it. It, it is great. I do absolutely love it. And... Um, I mean, it's atmospheric. Like, the one thing I'll always remember, because I remember in your review you mentioned about the sound design, and it was one of the things which caught me out early on in a game when I could hear the knocks of Mia going back down the basement when you're doing the start. And then um, after the dinner, when you're walking under the floorboards and you can hear the footsteps of Jack above, Mm. and it's so atmospheric. It is, it's great. Especially with headphones in. Top notch, yeah, that's how I played it as well. Yeah, there was actually one part where I was playing it, and it was like so tense because it was the first time I was playing it, and I was like, I'm gonna take one year off now. One year off, <laughs> like, no, I can't do it. And well, I played it in VR as well, which is amazing. Um, yeah, I don't suffer from VR sickness really at all, so I was quite fortunate I could play with full freedom to move. And you stuff. didn't do that the first time you played, though, no, did I was you? too scared. Yeah, there was three, three reasons why one, too scared, two. The graphics were going to look worse, so I thought to have the most pure experience I would play here. Yeah. Like, you know, as it's meant to be, I suppose. And three, the transition scenes. So, you know, when Jack pulls you to turn you around and stuff like that, um, with those, rather than showing it in full motion, it sort of blacks out a bit. Yeah, And yeah. sort of cuts between it. I, I noticed it a few times in the game, and I thought, ah, it'll take, you know, less immersive, I suppose. Mm. So I thought, play through in this, I suppose, the best possible way, and then play through in VR, which I did in my speedrun. Three hours, six minutes for a speedrun. And now you got two hours, 18? Two hours. I'm sure you said 18. Hang on, I will tell you. 
Well, I've also been playing Resident Evil, so that's one of the games that I've been playing. And I don't know why my mic just went crazy then when I said that. Two hours, 18.55. I tell you what I forgot to do. The new releases this week, so you keep talking about your Resident Evil. Yeah, oh, you're on top of what you played anyway. I've, I've just been playing Resident Evil as well. I'm going to take down the volume on my mic. Uh, right, how was that? Yeah, I've been playing Resident Evil as well, and I went back and I played Uncharted 4 as well, because I wanted to play that have again. You f- have you finished it yet then? Yeah, yeah? I've finished it already. But I wanted to play Uncharted 4 again, because I fucking love that game. And I, like good. I said, uh, it's become one of my favourite games of all time now. Did you play it on the Pro, first of all? Yeah, I did. So it looked amazing. And I it mean, doesn't the even first run time round as well. Yeah, it doesn't wow. even run a like, native 4K on there either, like it would anyway, but uh still looks really good. Just an amazing game, and I've been playing it on crushing difficulty now, because I thought, why the fuck not? Give myself a little bit of a challenge. How far? How far through you? I'm not that far at all, because like I said, I was hanging out with Lewis last night, and I was playing it then. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, like, all oh, right, enough is enough. Now I'm not gonna sit, make him sit through any more. Like, so I got up to the part where like the title sequence comes up. I'm surprised. Like, has he? He hasn't played Uncharted, has he? No. Like, consider how much he loves Last of Us. I know I, they're not I, the same. Yeah, I know, but I've but, said, like, please borrow it off me. You'll love it. And yeah. he keeps saying no. And I think he's doing it as, like, a thing to, like, wind me up now. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Drop him. I think I will. If you're listening to this, though, I'm calling you out. Does he listen to it? I think so. Louis he's going to fight, do. He does listen to it, and he said he does it on the, uh, on the bus to on call the com- it. The commute. On the commute. Commute. On the old commute. We are the commute cast. Uh, you played anything else? No. Not really. Not even Siege? N- Siege, yeah, but it, it was, could, it's not worth mentioning. We could give a shout out to Siege, because it's got a free weekend this weekend, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. If you want to play Siege against this it's guy. A lead up to the new season. Yeah. Start win. Start win. Starting in uh, February. So, new releases this week? Yeah. Like we say yeah, all the time. UK releases these are yeah um I mean I'm looking at this list by you and if we're talking about significant stuff Hitman the complete first season on disc this is probably when I'll pick up this game yeah now that it's all out that's it I mean I don't really like doing episodic stuff I've never really liked doing episodic stuff I can see why they do it for telltale games yeah, yeah, but kind Hitman, of works, it like, doesn't make sense. Even yeah. with uh, Telltale, like we talked about before, we get them when they're all out practically. So, <laughs> Digimon World Next Order. I think that actually came out last week, but it's on this list. Maybe the American release is the 31st. Catering our US audience. Yep, if you're That's listening. To be Shout honest, out. like those are the only real big games out this week, unless you want me to talk about some uh, smaller titles. Uh, oh, you could just mention them. Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World on 3DS. Does that do anything for you? No, I played the original uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Cute game. Really cute. <laughs> That's the best word I, I can use I can't remember if I played it. I'm sure I played a Yoshi game on a 3DS. It's on uh, Wii U, this one is. All oh, right, I didn't play that one then. I played a, I played a Yoshi game on a 3DS... And it was really easy. Mm. Can't remember which one it was. Or that's about it for big releases. You could just say them, like say them. Okay, just say them, and then we'll move on. Here we go. Disgaea Two, 
PC. Double Dragon 4, PS4. That's interesting. Yeah. Double Dragon. It's going to be crap, though. Dynasty Warriors, God Seekers, Abzu, PS4 Retail, Hand of Fate, Deluxe Edition, Adventure Pop, Dext, Divide, Kakiyama Runner. You're not even making sense. Kill the bad guy. These are game names. Yeah, but the delivery doesn't need to be like that. Heinlight. Fire Emblem Heroes. Life Speed. This is turning really Welsh now. Naruto Shippuden. Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Road to Baruto. I'm sure this game has released like a billion times already. That's the expansion pack. Stop releasing, like. Stop coming out. Knee Deep. That's from Wheelers Interactive. That's out today on PS4. But it's out Friday on Xbox One. That's the releases this week. All right, cool. See that enthusiasm and love into that. So we're moving straight on to the topics of the show. First topic, Horizon Zero Dawn has now gone gold. Will it be good? Yes. Yeah. Right, that's the show, everyone. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Stay badass and peace out. You heard it first. No, it's no, going to be good. I mean, yeah. it's from Gorilla Cambridge. They've got a good track record. I think the lowest score it'll get is... Gorilla Cambridge, is it from them? No, it's not. It's from Gorilla. Gorilla. Is it just Gorilla? It might... Gorilla Directive? I think, might be. I can't remember. We talked about Gorilla Cambridge, Cambridge last uh, week, shut down, we? so... Was it last week we talked about that? Uh, we talked about that. Might have been the week before. I seem to think there's something after the Gorilla... Anyway, you look for it. It's gonna. It's from them. They got a good track record of making games. It's gonna be good. The game looks good. Previews have come out today, haven't they? I think the embargo's up for previews today. So, so when's the actual release? March. March. I thought it was like February twenty eighth. February. Like I don't know. I'm sure it's late February. I think they're just called Guerrilla Games. Yeah, it probably is Guerrilla Games. You should know anyway. Sony Pony. The Sony Pony. Is so, using his hooves to type Last that. night, I watched um, a Let's Play mm. of Horizon, and they said that Sony specifically wanted the Let's Plays to be cut up so you didn't show anything more than, I think it was like half an hour or a time, yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. And they wanted you to cut out all the things where it was just traversing the landscape and stuff, mm. just so it wouldn't look boring. And... The stuff they showed, it's, it seems like a weird mismatch, uh, mix match of like games, but not in a bad way. Of like, mm. you know, it's going to be executed well from Gorilla, and yeah. it, it does seem like it's got you know a bit of like Uncharted Fallout, and um, I don't know, like sometimes it kind of even looks like Far Cry in ways. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, it's, it's just the a environment, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does look cool. Sometimes it, it sort of reminded me of Shadow of Mordor as well. Yeah, I can. I think a lot of um, third-person games like this do tend to look the same. Yeah, when they've got because they have similar mechanics in a way, but then you have got giant robot dinosaurs. It's weird, isn't it? It's pretty cool. Um, uh, it, it is coming out on the first of March over here, twenty-eighth of February, over in America. We were both right, uh, or were we both wrong? Leave in the comments below. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's, yeah, it's definitely gonna be good. I mean, 
the lowest score you'll get is a six point eight seven, and somebody's gonna say the mechanics get ret- rep- repetitive and the gameplay, uh, the objectives are boring, but the environment is stunning. That's what someone's gonna say. Yeah. Somebody's gonna say it's all style, no substance. Probably, I think that's what's gonna happen, and. You can tell that Sony wants this to be a massive hit now. Yeah. It probably will be a big hit. I don't think it's going to be as big as people are predicting. I reckon it's going to be big. I just don't think it's going to be selling Uncharted 4 numbers. Depends how well they advertise it, I guess. Because, I mean... They are really pushing it right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen a lot of it everywhere. And I don't think I've realised until recently how important sort of TV adverts are to a casual crowd. Because... If you consider the PS4 sales and like how many people are hardcore gamers, how many people want to get this and whatnot, mm. when you get a PS4 they, and like the PS4 Pro and stuff, because I know that's sold, is it sold quite well? I think it's sold quite well, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. I remember. But anyway, people are looking for that sort of, you know, great game and they expect it from Sony. So when Sony themselves push something, I think they tend to buy it. Because like uh, the episode before, we were doing stuff like Dishonored 2 and stuff not selling well, even though it's good with this, I think regardless it's going to sell well. Yeah. Uh, probably do better than like things like Dishonored 2 and things like that and uh, with you saying that TV adverts are important to the casual audience well yeah it's the same thing that like me and the boys say to each other it's like why are they showing games like Just Dance and stuff at E3 like E3 I don't want to say is the hardcore audience but it's the, the people who like tend to like Look out for this game in news and stuff all the time. Like, and the casual audience are going to be buying Just Dance. Why are you showing it off E three? The people they don't care about those games. Yeah. So, like, to get the casual audience in, these TV adverts are going to be important. And I think in the coming weeks now, we probably will see some stuff about Horizon on TV. I sure read something like Sony spent like ten million on advertising alone in one month, Hmm. like last year, uh, last month, something like that, in America. So it's like they're pushing stuff and good on them. I mean, I, f- I feel the Sony's presence more than ever right now on TV and on AdWords places and the way they're pushing stuff out on social media and stuff. I mean, they are getting in your face. like so. Yeah. And if they're going to do that for Ryzen Zero Dawn, then it'll sell well. Yeah. It's coming out at a good time as well, I think. It's normally quite quiet this time, so something like this. So we're saying it, we think it'll sell well. It'll sell well, and it'll going be a back good to game. the question now, will it be good? It'll be like, a good game. We think it's going to be good. There's nothing really else to say about no. it until, like... Because they've shown off stuff about the game, but they haven't really shown off too much. And at the same time, because it's a big open-world game, there's not really too much you can show. So, so I don't know. What are they showing off, though? People are liking. I see people talking about it. Yeah, the di- I mean, as soon as you had robot dinosaurs, people were like, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's all they needed to do. It's a bit different. You can, you know, the way you sort of um, take over them and stuff and mount them and all that crap. You and know? open world games are big at the moment. Like, mm. people are wanting more of them, so... The only thing I will say is, like, whilst the environment looks done, and I'm not falling in love with it yet, from what I've seen. No. Like, it looks Maybe good. Maybe to play, yeah. And, if, yeah, it's not even so much that. It's, like you said, the similarities to Far Cry. I think of stuff like Far Cry Primal and that when I look at it. Yeah. I think, you know, uh these environments have been done. I've seen all this lush greenery, all this beautiful flora and fauna, and it looks nice. But I like it when things are a bit different at the minute, especially in a big open world, because the sense of familiarity is a bit 
too much because yeah, open yeah. world games are the big thing right now. But it's going to be good and it's going to be a fun place to explore. Yeah, can't wait to play it. Can't wait to play it. Next question is Xbox boss Phil Spencer says that the launch of Xbox Scorpio with the launch of the Xbox Scorpio Xbox One will be supported for a long time to come. What do we think of this? Well if it seems like a redundant thing for him to say because like they've always said everything you play on the on Scorpio you can play on Xbox One if they were going to start bringing out stuff which was Scorpio only I know we've suggested it before but if they were going to do that then you know, people. There's going to be an uproar about it. So unless Scorpio is going to be the next console where there isn't support for stuff on it, which I thought was feasible in a way, if they're going to make it all this all powerful thing, because just look at the sort of transition from 360 to uh, Xbox One and how bad games looked and how much games are held back because they had to support that as well. So if they had games that run well on Scorpio and look great, but then run like shit and like close non-playable necessarily but played bad on the xbox one it's just going to be controversial when you consider stuff like the ps4 pro and the ps4 can work together you know you can have either one and be able to play them so for the xbox one if this you know to say sport in the xbox one the scope you're supposed to be just an extra xbox one isn't it that's the way mm-hmm. they've pushed it so for them to say, yeah, we're going to continue supporting it, it's like, I'd expect so, unless you are yeah. releasing a new console. But it'll be interesting to see what they say, what they do, because I read something online the other day about them. They've took like VR support off the Xbox One, Scorpio yeah, thing. Off and the that. website. So maybe they are pushing it in a different direction. Maybe they're doing this, maybe they're doing that. Maybe they change their mind. Maybe this is a new console, and they turn their back on Xbox One. It feels unlikely, and yeah. I think it is unlikely. Like, maybe it's backwards compatible with Xbox One, but Xbox One won't be playable to play Scorpio. I don't know. But um, the way he says that would make you think that way. That maybe, you know, the Xbox One, the Scorpio isn't... Uh, Xbox One won't necessarily play Scorpio games, but I don't know. The way I see this and the, what I take from it is that he's trying to, like, say that Xbox One is going to be a platform from now on like it's just going to be all called the xbox one because what do you do after like xbox two you know what i mean like but the xbox scorpio is probably going to be called something along the lines of just like an xbox one as well Mm. but um i think what what they're trying to go for is a whole ecosystem and saying that that ecosystem of like xbox one and then this more powerful xbox one are going to be both supported and they're going to get the same amount of support. But I think that, like you said, it, it could hold back the original Xbox One, could hold back, you know, what this thing could be. And yeah. I think maybe in a couple of years, we could end up even seeing that some games won't be on Xbox One. Now, I know that because of the architecture of this, these machines and stuff, and the same with the Pro as well, you can play older xbox one games on the yeah. these other machines and stuff and it's going to be the same as if we continue to use the same architecture for like pc and consoles for many years but yeah like you said you'd expect it like of course these of i feel like it's going to be him saying there's also moot point because they've like made out the xbox one will be able to be played on scorpio so the fact they're saying that it's like okay yeah thanks for clarifying something phil yeah who cares but the fact these come out the same it makes you think okay maybe 
you know I think it's just a little insurance policy to sort of you know say like don't oh, don't don't, don't, don't give up one. don't give up on the Xbox One it's still going to get the same support the thing is I mean I don't know about all of the world but I know the Xbox One also PS4 some months last year yeah. for like the first time and I was post Scorpio announcement so it's not like people have stopped buying the Xbox One I don't know I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the Scorpio if they brought out a new console already, I know some people will be like, oh, I wouldn't like that, blah, blah, blah. But if you think Nintendo have done it with the Switch and the Wii yeah. U, and I know Wii U is a bit longer, but still, if there was a new console already, I wouldn't mind. A four-year cycle would be fine for me. Call it and like- some people are even speculating that it might not even come out this year. Some people are saying that it could even be next year now, because they have sort of being quiet about this and they're sort of dialing it back no, but they're keeping the it free, t- free, it? they want to yeah. have it. they want to win E3 for once but like I think what they've seen with the pro now is it hasn't set the world alight now and maybe they're thinking right we need a different approach to this ah, but the, the thing is it ain't going to set the world alight because no, all they've told us about to, is teraflops until they reveal something it's but like, I think th- that's why it could be another year because they want something to make sure it, it sells well because if they're going to release it and it's just another Xbox One just I don't a, know though because that could do a bit better it's like it's not going to sell that well they need like games and support behind it as well yeah people are saying like that like I know they've played the first Scorpio games now so all the hardware must be pretty much ready now mm. I mean, if they're going to pull in support from developers or publishers, I think keeping it back another year isn't really going to help. I think they need to get it out there now rather than keep it behind. Because look at the Switch. I mean, that's gone on so long. And if the Switch came out, like, the specs must have been close for a long time. If it came out a year or two sooner, like, if you think how long people have known about the NX, Mm. or if it came out last year like it was supposed to, like summer last year, or, you know, or anything... There might be a bit of a better reception to it than it is now because people wouldn't have waited so long. People wouldn't yeah. have anticipated it so much. And stuff like Skyrim, the original release, would be that year younger. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We wouldn't have had special edition on consoles, so people wouldn't be like, oh, I don't want to. I think the making the hardware for this machine isn't really the problem. Like, I don't fully understand how, how to make all these machines or whatever yeah, and yeah. stuff, but I can imagine it's pretty similar to a pc now and yeah parts is, yeah. and stuff are like easier to access now than what they have been in the past i think on the xbox one so, especially yeah xbox. so i think uh most of it and most of the time consuming stuff comes down to how they want to present this thing and to make sure we we take it right because that ps4 pro reveal just people were not hyped after that they did not care about the machine after that yeah, it is. So I think they don't want something like that now, and they want to make sure. I think it's going to do well. I feel like that's because of the Scorpio as well. I think PlayStation Four had to like rush a bit because the Scorpio announcement caught them off guard because they probably wanted to make a big deal of the PS4 Pro and be like the most powerful console ever, yeah. blah blah blah. But knowing the Scorpio is coming, it's going to be so much uh, more powerful. They probably thought, well, shit, we've got to tone this down a bit because we're going to look like idiots in a year when a Scorpio's out and trumps everything. So I think they got caught by surprise a little bit there. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah, I feel like it's going to come this year because, let's face it, Microsoft ain't making fucking games on the Xbox One, are they? So they've got to be doing something for Scorpio. Yeah. They're not going to reveal none of this stuff until E3 unless they have a Scorpio announcement beforehand, but all Major Nelson's push towards the countdown towards E3 suggests it's going to be free. Yeah. I think uh, Microsoft 
like they got something with E3 right now because like they feel like they need to win an E3 essentially even though there's no real winners or losers per se the fact that PS4 and Sony there have are winners every conference the gamers yeah the gamers <laughs> are winners yeah but the fact that PS4 and that who drop in the mic thing because even when they did that thing where after uh, god what's his name the old guy at um, PS4 the one who left Jack Trenton when he left and he did that drop the mic thing at the PS4 announcement and then the next year Microsoft posted an image after their E3 presentation with a dropped mic trying to imply as oh yeah we've won this year half those games got cancelled so and to be honest the stuff that was reviewed was a little underwhelming in the grand scheme of things when you think yeah. stuff like Recore underwhelming Scalebound cancel Phantom Dust whatever it's called uh, who knows what's happening there Crackdown Phew, where's that Fable Legends cancelled it's a bit underwhelming I reckon Crackdown's going to be back this year yeah Scorpio it has to be Mm. otherwise people are not going to care uh, one thing which I'm thinking could be a possibility because I know have an Xbox One acquired some streaming sort of service thing similar to what Playstation Now did I'm not I sure I seem to think something like that I wouldn't be surprised with Scorpio if something does happen with like Xbox One or whatever and Scorpio I wouldn't like this is full on speculation could be completely wrong but if like the Xbox One isn't powerful enough for Scorpio stuff, I wonder if they'd introduce a streaming sort of side to it. Ah, oh, no, actually, no. This must be stupid from Star, because why would you buy a Scorpio then? Exactly. Right. Uh, cool to move on? Yeah. Fuck Scorpio. Nah, Sony I'm, I'm ponies ex- for life. I'm excited to hear about that. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, I hope it's a new console. I'll buy it. Right. The last one now. The last one. There have been some rumours, some strong rumours, and insider sources stating that a Fallout New Vegas 2 will be announced at E3. Do we think it will actually happen? Nope. No, I don't either. Nope. I said in a Gaming Predictions podcast episode a couple of weeks ago that I really want another Obsidian-made Fallout game to be announced at E3. But that was just me having wishful thinking and wanting this to happen. I don't expect it to happen. I don't expect Obsidian to make another Fallout game (laughs) again now. Because uh, I actually saw last night, and this shocked me, New Vegas sold over 12 million copies. That's that's really good. So that shocked me. I didn't expect it. Are you a Fallout free sell? I'm not sure. But... um, Bethesda posted up something the other day saying that they've got a new update coming out for Fallout 4. They're basically reworking the textures and and uh, making it all be- look the game, making yeah. the game look better. And they're doing it as a like free update. Yeah. It's gonna uh, the support is gonna be for PC and PS4 Pro. And even though they're like saying it's like our gift to you, it's like yeah, it's kind of just PS4 Pro supporting it, and then you're gonna put it on PC as well. Yeah, it's kind of like, but. I would imagine then at E3, when Microsoft talk about the Scorpio, because obviously they had Todd Howard to speak about the Scorpio when yeah, it was yeah. originally announced, they'd be like, oh, Fallout 4 is going to have you know all these textures as well that we brought earlier this year, and they're going to look even a bit better than thing, like on PC level, this thing. And if they say that about Fallout 4, that makes me think then, oh, well, what's the? they're not going to mention another Fallout game then. If they're saying that like, Fallout 4 is still being supported as well, they still aren't done with it. And they said that they're like making a version of Fallout 4 for VR as well. So it's like if that's coming as well, why would you want why would you want the it another game to compete with this another game of the franchise? Like it doesn't make sense. I know. Um I mean I just 
I just wondered why they do New Vegas too. In honesty, yeah, it doesn't like, make sense. New, like, like I'd think it'd be a new Fallout if anything. I don't think yeah. they do New Vegas again because you know retread and the same old gone. I don't know. I just think it's a silly. I would rumor. like to see it, but New Vegas two is like nah. Do something else. Like even with the other Fallout games in the franchise, it's always been new areas and stuff, mm. new locations. So it's like even though I would like to see a New Vegas too, it would sort of take away from all of it because it's like I've seen all this place. Like I've explored it all. There's nothing new to me. Yeah. I think if anything's going to come out from Fallout at uh, E3 and whatever this year, it's going to be like Fallout 3 and New Vegas perhaps packaged for you know new consoles because yeah. I'm not sure how successful Skyrim was, but let's presume it was uh, the special edition release. I mean, let's presume it was successful and it got and you got sales and stuff, then, you know, there's no reason why Fallout 3 and New Vegas wouldn't sell either. But I don't know. Should we talk about the where these rumours have come from? Yeah. All right, so the the actual rumour first came from FragHero.com, and they said, we've had a spectacular track record with this source in the past because, like, a source told them that New Vegas 2 was going to be announced. And he said, as you may recall, we were the first to accurately leak Red Dead Redemption 2 details. And then they just go on about Forbes making fun of them. Yeah. Which is uh, kind of funny. And they're saying that the source accurately called Last of Us 2 reveal weeks before it dropped. And just saying basically that. So the source basically said about games which people knew were coming, essentially. And then Forbes put something up the other day then. Saying if they get this gay ass quote off my screen, I hate that on Forbes. They they said, "Don't believe the unbelievable rumor of a New Vegas two. Get off my screen! How do you get this off my screen? Top right. I'm saying go to the article and it's just not happening. Right, if you could find it, if I find it, if you can get it to work. But um, yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Like it doesn't make sense. Like why would? A New Vegas 2 happen and from how it was all handled and how uh, New Vegas came out as well yeah, it just doesn't make sense because like Bethesda have sort of treated it as if like Fallout is our baby I know it's not their franchise to begin with but uh, they're like it's our baby and they were sort of not happy with uh, Obsidian even you know having it having rights to make a game within the franchise yeah. and stuff and they um there was stuff about them not giving bonus pay or something to obsidian for like because it uh underscored on metacritic by like one yeah <laughs> which is ridiculous so i think like they they don't want to see uh, someone else touching essentially their baby and they do, they just want to be able to have fallout for themselves you can't blame them i mean i I don't blame them but at the same time it's like uh they did a better game than you though opinions 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 but i mean to be honest i hate rumors like this it could end up being true because stranger things i love it but but and like you know maybe Bethesda might think oh god they did a good job it'll sell maybe they might think yeah they're obsidian do it but Obsidian are doing their own thing on Kickstarter and they're constantly getting success yeah. for their projects so they don't need it and if they want to They're give... working on Pillars of Eternity 2 now which successfully got kickstarted so 
maybe they're fed up like because they did South Park then they didn't get asked to do South Park too yeah and then like obviously Bethesda give him flack like this is our baby you're not getting your bonus because Metacritic's <laughs> the only reason I can think of why they would let them do another Fallout game is because of the sales because 12 million isn't something to scoff at I think they could ask anyone to do a Fallout game and get sales. They could, but I, I would think that like now that they've got a little track record to them, Obsidian have so they got a track record. But I mean, there's, if it's got Fallout in the title, it's gonna sell. It's gonna sell, but it, uh, they want it to be a good game as well. Oh, they want it to be a good game. But I mean, even if they didn't want Obsidian to do, it, if they want to just do something new, completely new in the Fallout universe, it's just they could just chuck out anything and it do well. Yeah. Fallout 9. Fallout 9. They skipped, like, a few of them. No, the 9 is spelled N-Y-N. Shit. N-Y-N. New York Nightmare. Dun-dun-dun! Shit. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yep. <laughs> New York Nightmare. God. That would be bad. Almost as bad as Fallout Brotherhood of Steel. Would you buy it? Probably, yeah. Would you love it? <laughs> I don't know if it was good. Right, here's, here's the opening. Somebody's sitting on top of the Statue of Liberty and he's all mutated and shit, <laughs> right? And he's got a can of Nuka-Cola and he's like, a can. This, this was supposed to be... Oh, they have bottles, don't they? Yeah. Like bottles. He's got a bottle he's like, this is supposed to be the city of Liberty. Then Trump banned me. <laughs> you play as an Iranian. <laughs> And he's like, now I finally got you. And I can't get down from the statue. And then big big yellow writing. Dun 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 New, New York Nightmare. And then like the whole game is spent trying to get down a Statue of Liberty and his old ghouls and shit like that. And there's all the side quests and shit. On the Statue of Liberty. Oh, on the Statue of Liberty. So it all takes place on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Are there an expansion park or you can what, what do you get then? You get to go inside the torch. So then. <laughs> wow. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. You're looking forward to it. Yeah. Who's See, making it? Oh. Same company that made Ride to Hell. No, God, no. <laughs> oh, we couldn't on. get them. They're too good. <laughs> of course. They're too good. It's been directed by Hideo Kojima. Shit. I know. Blew my mind too. <laughs> really good. Right. I think we'd wrap it up here. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so Fallout New Vegas 2 not gonna happen and if that happens you can have his TV no you keep flogging off my TV to other people you keep saying they can have it <laughs> well they can no they can't it's mine by the way guys you gotta find the secret hidden thing in this video I'll give you a clue it's within the first 34 minutes okay <laughs> right anyway Thank you for watching, everyone. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, you can ask your questions and we'll answer them. We haven't had questions for a couple Just of weeks now. Tweet us at First Metal God and we'll answer your questions. Yeah. Now, all the Twitter things will be coming up throughout the video anyway. If you are listening to it on, say, SoundCloud or iTunes or wherever, it should be in the description. So Yeah, where's Taco Bell? Yeah, where, where have you been? Taco Bell. I hope you're still watching. Anyway, let's finish it up now. So, uh... I completely <laughs> lost my thoughts now. You throw me up. Is it because you're excited for Fallout Nine? I am. Right. Uh, I can't remember now. Thank you for watching. Stay badass and peace out.